Welcome to the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Wow. Megan, what were you going to say? What do you like? I said, I like Louie's little like head nod. She's doing this little like turtle thing. The white, the white, the white dad is what it is. Oh, is that what it is? Well, there's the so many dad. white dad moves. I wasn't sure which one specifically. Yeah. That well, we was. got a lot of. There's a lot of white dad moves. Yeah. Mm. So is Louis frozen? Sure. Oh, there he goes. Sorry. <laughs> it honestly could have just been him, like, you know, oh, <laughs> just cheesing. We, I don't know. I think we lost Megan there for a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, so, uh, how are you guys doing today? Hi. We are the Horse Racing Happy Hour. We are the Horse Racing Happy Hour. I'm Mike Andolfo, joined, as always, by L.A. Times' Louis Rabot and Megan oh. Devine. <laughs> There's me. We want Megan to stay here. Don't do that. <laughs> no, she's going to stay here. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> of she's stay here. Been we real. All right. Of so... course. Listen, it's a very dangerous thing to take a woman for granted. I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> Fair. Look, look at this poor. Early time. Wow. I love you. Hunterproof early times this week, uh, doing the the Shively thing. If you're from Louisville, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Bottle and bond is what you got to say on that thing, Louis. Bottle and bond now, here. This is this is it's a little historic though because uh, it is a early times traditionally has not been a bourbon. Correct. It's a, it's just been a whiskey. Right. So, it's usually eighty proof, so this is a a change for them and yeah. a good change. I'll be very honest. This is not bad right, at all. Try it out. I have, yeah, now, yeah this you is, give it a run there. This is 100% like one of those things where you have label, you see the label and you're like, oh, I'm not drinking early times. Louie, what did I say to you when I came in the office? Dude, we need to mix it with something. And frankly, <laughs> I think that's how people used to feel about like uh, Four Roses right back in the day when it was not yeah. Wild turkey, a quality. Anything. Right, Wild Turkey okay. was like that. And then now, you know, those the, the quality of those things has gotten a lot better. I feel the same way about this, actually. This is considerably better. than. It's, it's actually pretty very, good. it's unique though. Yeah. It is, it is unique. I haven't. Yeah, I agree. With you. It's actually, unless that's my COVID shot talking. <laughs> I got the second one today. I got the second one. So, did you? How are you standing? Actually, well, got it today, I, right? Yeah. So we'll see It'll how it goes tomorrow, tomorrow when I'm up. while I'm working Thunder it's over I did not do well <laughs> with mine. I got the Johnson and Johnson shot the day before the, they suspended. You could have been the last person ever. I may have honestly been the last one. And how your blood clots? It. I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you in two weeks. Um, okay. It about killed me. I had every single symptom of COVID. Oh. I had the fever. <laughs> I had the nausea. I think I lost my sense of taste and smell there for a while too. So, I mean, it it was rough. Oh. It did the same thing to my I wife left actually. This universe for a little while. Your wife didn't do the Johnson Johnson, did she? She didn't. She did the Moderna. Like I'm going to next week. Are you a Pfizer guy, Mike? I am a Pfizer. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, that's so between the three of us. Yeah. We yeah. have everything. All three of them. All we three of them. I've heard Mike just heard um, that the Pfizer one is the least of the That's reactions. Because I'm working and, at Thunder uh, tomorrow <laughs> and Saturday. There you go. <laughs> and Tuesday, I was working at Broadbent helping with the, the vaccination thing down there. And we're down to just second shots at Broadbent. Everything's moving to Harvard State. So. Just, just second shots at Broadbent, huh? Yeah, we're going to be locking up Broadbent in a couple weeks here and moving everything to Cardinal Stadium. Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, because I think it's uh, we're doing like twenty one hundred in Broadband a day, and they can do about five thousand at the stadium. So. so you're talking about the football stadium, old Papa John's. Football right? stadium, the old Papa John's. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There you go. So there's cool. the uh, COVID update. 
I guess. <laughs> Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Uh, so we had a we had an interesting so, weekend, I guess, because the Derby. Go ahead. Did you want Louis? I just. Else? Is there anything about uh, just uh, Derby Festival in general that you can update people on, like just since you know, it's kind of a strange year again? But uh, there are going to yeah. be fireworks at least tomorrow. Well, last are you week allowed we to talk about it without wearing the jacket? I, do you want, <laughs> no, I mean, I can go put the jacket it's like on. like a Knights of Columbus thing where you have to. No, I, <laughs> it's a big feather. Uh, it's a big plume for, for Derby right. Festival. <laughs> I just oh find it God, hilarious. I wish. I wish. You know, like the, I find it hilarious. Curious sword just stab people. Yeah. yeah just, <laughs> the weird hat. He's got the sabres just stabbing like people for Derby Festival. What are those called? The maroon hat people that are in Louisville? The the, the, the Kozer, Kozer, uh, yeah, those are Shriners. Yeah. Shriners, yeah. The, the Shriners. Shriners. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. For go. sure. I don't no, think I, they have Sabres. They last, were fascinators, though. <laughs> we're fascinators, yes. Um, <laughs> last week we had the parade, which, you know, I just find it hilarious yeah. that, you know, like Louis said, you know, it's going to be different. It was so, we had so much really positive, good feedback about just having the parade from people who are realistic. And then you get the people who are like, you know, why was it so short? Well, because they're doing a parade throughout the whole city hours. of Louisville. Right? Like four it, hours. Literally over two days. Like it's not going to be the oh. traditional there. You're not going to have all the, per, like it's not going to be the hour and a half long parade going down throughout the whole city of Louisville. So, um, you know, it was it was bare bones, but to, just to get all the different communities. And I know some communities were upset because they didn't come to we couldn't go to every community. You know, it just it is what it is. Um, thunder tomorrow. I think that hopefully the air show is able to go off without a hitch. Uh, but isn't the, thunder just a virtual thing? No, we're having fireworks like actual fireworks. Yeah. What? Yeah, I thought it was just a virtual thing. They said that like months ago. No, it's there's fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> five different locations where shooting fireworks from. No, where? Uh, it was leaked, but I am not gonna. I'm not going to support the leak. <laughs> so I'm gonna Google and that. I and I actually like. I have not. <laughs> I have not been officially told where they are from. From I mean, they're but they're out there. Um, uh-huh. I just know where I've got to go tomorrow before they put the bag over my head and shuttle me to wherever I guess I'm going. So. I, <laughs> That's what I'm kind of. They're going to roofie they're gonna, Mike tomorrow. Yeah, right. They're going to they're going to use the zip tie handcuffs. They're going to put the black bag. They won't have me, to because they're be so knocked out from the COVID vaccine. Possibly plus hundred proof is, early times. Yeah, that is possible for sure. Uh, and then we're you know then the next weekend after that is the marathon, which um, they're going to spread out over four days, and then no. Monday before Derby, my race, my bed races. So uh, that'll be. It's always interesting and fun. We're gonna be doing that outside, so okay. should be good. Good to hear some of those things coming back. Ever yeah. seen the bed races? I've only seen like uh, still images of people like. <laughs> I'm gonna tell, sit here and tell you that I never saw the bed races until I had to work on the event, and mm-hmm. it is awesome. Like it is so yeah. much fun. Yeah, that's incredible. Okay. It's it's one of those things that you don't think you want to go check out, but it's definitely totally worth checking out. This year you can't check it out because we're limited on who can be there. But uh, you know, hopefully next year we'll be back to normal. Sounds like for sure. Sounds like we're going to get real close to that. So sweet. Yeah, yeah and then uh, and then Megan's going to try to kill my daughter at Derby, and then we're all good. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really <laughs> fun. <laughs> She's going to be. Uh in a camera location that um, 
requires her to not be afraid of heights. Yes. Let's put it that way. So if she is, she is, um, well, she's screwed. She better get over it real quick. <laughs> Where is this? A derby. Uh, she's going she's gonna to be a photographer for Cody Photography, hopefully, as long right. as we get all our credentials approved. But uh, yeah, she's going to be in a really, really super great location. Oh, oh the, so, I'm going to put this way. Together. Let's go. We'll tell, you, like, we'll tell you on Derby Day when you guys tune in to our Oaks Day. Yeah. Tune into yeah. Our, uh, Can't have podcast. any, I guess. Yeah. It's just secret. Which, by the way, the, we should tell people uh, about our schedule. So we are at least locked in for 12 to 3 on Friday. Join us for Oaks Day. That's a really fun day. We'll be on for at least, man, if we're on for three hours there, that's probably six races. Like four yeah, or five yeah. of those are going to be stakes, right? right? I mean, that's going to be a cool card. Such and a good undercard when, both the days. For sure. Yeah. And that's when you can really take advantage of Megan's full breadth of handicapping in that she's looked at the form, but then she gets to watch the horses in front of her. And that's when Megan's at her very best is when she gets to see the form of the horses as they come on the track. And then we'll be on Derby Day one to three both days. After us will be HRN or... Um, I checked out the TV schedule. NBC picks up when we finish both days. Okay, so um, so again, twelve to three, one to three, right? Yep. Uh, ESPN twelve Lola. to three in Oaks, one to three on Derby. And it, I cannot, I cannot reiterate it enough. If you don't don't bet until you hear what Megan has to say from watching <laughs> horses walk on the track at the track. So and we've got to make sure that Crean knows that we're not doing any breaks like right before the races or whatever else. I mean, right. um, sure. have your, have your app out, whatever app you use. We are that talking way. over the races this year. People. Oh, we're we, talking over them. Are oh, we, we are? happening? We are. Oh yeah. Oh, are we yeah. Race we race Travis Stone in the background. And yeah. Oh, we can. No, no, no. What I'm saying is we'll have Travis Stone. And then if we're, if our horses are coming in, I'm yelling things like there's my exacta or Megan sucks oh, okay. or whatever it is that I got to yell. During the over race the race call, <laughs> right? Okay, okay, whatever you want. Why else would people listen? Yeah, why else would people listen? Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, and make sure, hey, the people who are watching us, make sure that you're commenting and letting us know. And if you have any questions, like this is a great show because we kind of have a, a decent idea of what the Derby Field is going to look like. I guess there's still right. like some. We don't know if Concert Tour is going to make it or not. I guess I think he's still up in the air. Well, he's here. Uh, yeah, he's here, but they yep. still weren't sure if they were going to race him or not. I understand. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think uh, if they don't race them, they'll race them in the undercard. I mean, yeah, he'll, uh, yeah. He'll do the mile or something. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, if you got any questions about the Derby <laughs> field or whatever else, put it out there on the on the chat. We'll get to it uh, on Twitter. You can always find us at Horse Happy Hour. Uh, we obviously appreciate everybody who's watching us live. Um, Let us so know. We want to um, interact. Anything that that they want that you want to hear on the uh, on the live shows too. Because we're we're in planning for our. Our shows. Are you going to have the text line again, Louie? I do have the text line on my phone already. Yep, ready to go. Uh, <laughs> Louie's so excited about that, by the way. He He's loves the ready. text line. So, <laughs> I never got rid of it. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded uh, so crazy. It is fun. No, it's fun. It is. No, it's fun. I like I like interacting with people. I love that uh, people want to interact with us. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the Arkansas Derby since we were talking about concert tour. Um, listen, I mean, he didn't have any trouble. You know, I just didn't just didn't fully show up, right? I mean, what are you what are you thinking, Megan? Oh gosh, I was hoping we weren't going to see your text again, so that's good. No, uh, I, I've, I've, I've closed those out. Perfected it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody broke pretty cleanly except for the horse on the outside, um, the six horse, and uh, you know, I thought that 
it was just a super, super smart ride the whole way around by Ricardo Santana because, you know, he lets the horse just break easy. He's not really a speed horse like that. He's just going to get to the rail and relax behind horses and let everybody else go, you know, up in front of him, get some cover, which is super important for a horse like that because with the closers, you don't want them to use up too much of their energy in the early part of the race, right? So you're going to save everything for for the final stages. So I don't know if this is as glitchy for you guys as it is for me, but um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a great race by uh, by Superstock. But Cat River and Concert Tour, they kind of ran each other down a little bit, you know? I agree. Yep, I agree. I think the I only think troubling the thing in this... Were, I don't remember what the fractions were. I, I don't know if they show them on the NBC broadcast, but... Yeah, I didn't there's no shame like if Concert terribly... Tour... Yeah, if Concert Tour just runs second here and he just happens to get beat by a good closer uh, with a rider who really knows Oakland in and out. Right. I mean, it wouldn't be troubling, but the fact that he couldn't put Cattle River away is, is pretty troubling. And so that was the only part mm -hmm. with Concert Tour where you went, this isn't so great. But I think it brings up the really important question is, does Fantastic Housewife Ricardo Santana Jr. win the Oaks and the Derby this year? I think it's a really important question because he's going to have really good rides in both. And he's obviously the best jockey that's ever lived. And so I'm really interested. I'm hopeful <laughs> that Ricardo, who's really showing his stuff in uh -huh. the fantasy and in the, um, yeah, in the Arkansas Derby that uh, he'll be able to, uh, you know, make that move. And I think we have lost Mike for meanwhile. Oh, I thought so he was just like really deep in thought. Really deep in thought about Superstock. Yeah. The only thing I wanted to like say really about Superstock, by the way, it. is that I don't know how good that style is for trying to win the Derby, but at the same time, this is a yeah, horse that ran three year Iroquois. Maybe this year, right? Third New Iroquois last September. And Which then in October, <laughs> in October, he ran in the uh, in the Breeders' Fraternity at Keeneland, ran third again, grade one, runs in the street right. sets at Churchill Downs, runs second. So, And then he wins in the Arkansas Derby. So usually I think we would look at a horse like this and say, hey, was competitive as a two-year-old, is coming into his own as a three-year-old, Steve Asmussen, mm -hmm. Ricardo Santana Jr. Maybe this is a thing. For some reason, no one's really taken this horse seriously. And so I, I don't know if it's because we had this letdown with concert tour or if it's because really he's just not a contender. And so I, I've been kind of mixed on this horse all week thinking about what I was going to say tonight. But as I look at the results, I feel a little better about it because this is what horses are supposed to do going into the Derby. You're supposed mm -hmm. to be okay as a two-year-old to get better as a three-year-old. If you're a mm -hmm. superstar as a two-year-old, very, very infrequently are you an essential quality that can Well, I mean, yeah. How many times do we see the Breeders' Cup Juvenile champ? You know? Not many. Nyquist and not Wait many. Minute. That's right. And I don't. So, yeah. right. What What is your What is your? So we have major technical difficulties that just happened, by the way. So a lot sure. of what you, a lot of what you said, Louis, we did not get on the recording. I apologize. Oh. But oh, okay. uh, I know for a fact that you were talking about Superstock. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what did you like from him as a two year old? Because he won one freaking race that was any decent <laughs> illicit stakes, and it was a sprint. No, no, that's that's precisely what I'm saying. And that he ran at a mile. Yeah, in the Iroquois, he hits the board. He sure. runs the fraternity at a mile and a sixteenth. He hits the board as a two-year-old, right? He runs in the street sense. He hits the board again, right? And then he comes up and then he wins the Arkansas Derby. He beats Concert Tour to do that. I'm just saying, normally I think we would look at a horse like this and say, look, he was developing as a two-year-old, needed that time off, comes back, wins the Arkansas Derby. This is the kind of horse that can be a problem in the Derby. For some reason, I haven't heard that at all. Well, I don't think that's because I, I just don't think that's the case. Right there, you go, and I think you're very much in the majority on that opinion. But this is Steve Asmussen and Ricardo Santana Jr. I don't know why we would ever I, I just toss this horse in general when it seems like a year where a closure is going to be a factor in this thing because we have so many of them, right? I don't know. So I many just closers? 
absolutely in this in the 20 horse field that we have now now that a whole yeah. bunch of defections have happened absolutely i do like the fact that like we have a lot of, i feel like we have a lot of speed horses i feel the opposite I, I, that's what i think there are six or seven of those and i think after that you've got a bunch of horses that are mid-packed deep and I, I always wait this time of year for travis stone to put out his pressing style and different you know deep closures and that kind of thing i mm-hmm. i think that you're gonna especially um let me pull this up now Again, but we have like, not uh, had a we have not had a closer. So remember, Hot Rod Charlie before coming. before he won his major prep was a closer, right? It was only in that most recent prep that he ran as a front runner. You know, like the mm-hmm. king comes from off the pace. No agenda is an off the pace horse. Rock your world was what fourth out of four in that in the Santa Anita Derby, and then came back right, ran past uh, all the other horses in that race. Verbonic came from dead last in the Wood Memorial. That's a hundred point horse here, and so my point is, look, I don't think Verbonic has no shot. I agree with you. I don't think he's winning the Kentucky Derby. That's not my point. But what I'm saying is, I mean, we're talking about, I mean, like, who else is in this field? Hidden Stash is in this field? That's not a Ron Bowers in this so field? Then, so then closer. do you think that that sets it up very well for a speed horse, like Essential Quality? I, I think that's exactly what it does. Yes. And that's where we're, I mean, that's what we're looking and at. I think that's where everybody's at, frankly. They're, they're trying to come up with a reason not to bet on Essential Quality. I remember when we did the shows before Justifies, Derby and Mike essentially spent the entire spent the entire week trying to come up with a reason not to bet Justify. Is that fair to say, Mike? Yeah, and I think I'm the same thing. Because he was so lightly raced, right? I mean, yeah. and and so um and we did the brave the big brown comparisons with him, which ended up being true, right? And so I yeah, I don't know. I obviously I, and I want to be really clear, essential quality is not justified. Obviously, he's got much more of a graded stakes history than Justify does. Um, and so they're they're coming from different places. But I I don't know, I, I think you're gonna have 10 12 closer types from deep closing in this field. And that's a lot compared to what we have, especially the, especially the points. I do like the <laughs> fact that they actually, you know, Ricardo took this horse and did not treat him like a closer, treat him like a stalker in this race. That's right. Yeah. A stalker can win this, the win the Derby. A closer cannot. Closer can't win. Yeah. And you're going back to like, say, you know, like an orb was right there at the, at the last turn. I think he had to go like five yeah, but- wide. <laughs> in that kind of stalking trip. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This horse's best races, though, for Superstock were stalking. Like, he's never been, not once in his life, has he had a good race coming from way off the pace. Like, he's pace. always sat sure. just behind. So he, that's exactly the kind of horse sure. he is. Okay. Well, then he'll, be, then he'll be one of the pressers. He'll be in that first eight or whatever of the 20 horses that we're going to have. And that could really put, that could play to his I mean, depending his on the draw, yeah. Especially, right. And, and, and frankly, with a guy like Santana, if, if Ricardo stays on him, which I don't close to see happen. I think, to I think he will. I think he will, too. Midnight um, especially, especially given the connections of this horse, I think that he's going to pull Ricardo. Well, who so, does um, Florent ride? See, who does he have? Oh, that's a good question. Because he kind of ride, seems other big guy. The, uh, was Frenchy on a second place? Ooh. I don't know. Or was that Irish? I mean, I hope they let Ricardo keep the horse, right? Yeah. I don't know. Can we also say how freaking cool it is that, that, like, I mean, Keith Asmussen, who is one of Steve's Mm. sons, rode this horse. It might have actually given him his, it was his first stakes win, I think. He's like a kid. He's like a, I don't know, 18, 20 something year old kid, you know? And uh, he was riding races down at Lone Star. And this is the horse that, um, that Steve put him on, you know, he's like, it's a pretty good horse. He'll, he'll get you, you know, some good wins and, and whatever. It might've even been his first mount. I don't know. But, um, 
but just awesome for the whole family that they that they were able to you know get this horse to such a big stage like that. It's so cool. And that's what I'm saying. I think because it's like it's a family thing. Totally, but because of the connections of the source, that's why I think there's a good chance that they keep Ricardo on, right? Because right. You, know, you want a, 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 the best chance for the best finish with the. But also, how awesome would it be if they put Keith on? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Snag him out of the college classroom and just make him. <laughs> no, I, I I told... As an apprentice, ever ridden no. derby? I don't know. Oof. Can you? <laughs> that's a good trivia question for anybody out there. All right, I'll work. I guess. Out. Why not? Right. He did. Uh, so Superstock did run a 106 Equibase speed figure. Uh, American Pharaoh ran a 107 in the Arkansas Derby. So there you go on that one. I mean, I don't. You I mean there's? It's definitely right there. It was no Omaha Beach with 112, but. Um, so that's the third Arkansas Derby win for Asmussen and Ricardo together. Second in a row. Why, why are you doing that? Why not? West Coast. All right. No. Uh, I love it. Uh, nope. I don't like it either. What do we what do we like here? Uh, oh, what do we what do we like here? Tell me tell me real quick who are the other two? So who who was Ricardo and Steve on last year in the Arkansas Derby? Oh man. <sighs> and they won, you said? They, yeah, who won the Arkansas Derby last year? Well, one of them, I guess I should say. They, there Arkansas Derby ended up being on oh, the two first Saturday in May, right? Yeah. No, yes. Last year was the two divisions. That was Nadal was and Charlatan. Uh, Basin won the other one. What? Basin did after Charlatan was After Charlatan was DQ'd, Basin ended up winning. Is that what you're oh, by, oh, I guess a, oh, oh, oh. It's a trick yeah, question. Trick question. And then Creator was his other win with Ricardo right, on. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Get your DQs together, people. <laughs> I still won't <laughs> acknowledge who won the Derby. So, um, uh, all right. So we got. We look at this field. The field's coming together, and I think you're right, Louie. I think that people are going to look for reasons to bet against essential quality. Sure. Um, and I'm just going through this list right now, and like if I'm if I'm looking at this list and. Uh, I do think that the winner's got to come out of one of those hundred point races. You know, that's oh, okay. To, I mean, do you disagree? I think the I think well, not necessarily. the winner of the Derby, the winner of the Derby, since the point system has been in place, the the horse that has finished first has crossed the finish line first has won their previous race. Um, yeah, the only thing I would disagree on there is that if King Guillermo had been healthy last year, coming out of a fifty point, <laughs> oh my been, gosh, that is a dream. He would have been your winner. And so I just, uh, you know, that's the only thing where I think there's, there's, there's nuance here, right. If you will. And so I, uh, but no, otherwise I think as far as just hard, if you want to be one of these people and look at the numbers and the results, (laughs) um, then yeah, you're probably right. And so, but no, that gives you a lot of, I mean, that gives you a lot of horses, right? I mean, it gives you central quality, it gives you a high return, it gives you some, it gives you, I mean, even if if you go down a rocky world of Urbanica, like, right. All of those you think your winners in that group? If I give you that group of the field, you take that group, right? I take that group. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and Helium's actually won his last race too because that's fair. That's fair. won the Tampa Bay. But I don't you know said hundred proof. Matters. I think it's got to be hundred point, point race. race. Yeah. And if I look at those hundred point races, um, I'm I'm starting to get really intrigued about Rock Your World, and 
I, you know, Jumping I don't know. on the bandwagon. <sighs> Have we talked to KK yet? Horse racing KK on Twitter, Kevin Christine. He always tries to get a buzz horse or two. I think he's trying to make um, Midnight Bourbon hit one of his buzz horses. I'm just kind of like following him. Like, oh, he's looked perfect since he got here. He actually tweeted that. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who his buzz horse is going to be. But I think he's going to be the Foley horse if it gets in, obviously. Right. And then uh, otherwise it could be like the king just coming off the synthetic, right? Just like just to mess with people. Um, and so, <laughs> sounds like the thing Kevin would do. But um, but no, I think that's a fair thing to say, Mike, that out of those seven hundred point winners <laughs> that you would get the winner out of that group. Because I know you're still you're still you're high on Hot Rod Charlie, even with the jockey I'm, choice, right? Yes, I am. Because I know you're not a Flavian guy, but I'm not a Flavian guy, but it's OK. Um, Hot Rod Charlie can overcome. He only wins like uh, all the time. <laughs> right, he only you're wins right. like thirty-one percent. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. That's California. That's not Kentucky. We actually have more than three horses in well, a race. Well, he won the Derby in Kentucky, so <laughs> mm, he came in second. And... Oh, wait, I thought you were a numbers and facts no, guy. No, no, not no. A, oh. yeah. he, he crossed yeah. the finish line second. No, 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 no. So not in this trivia game, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually, Louie, I would say that the winner comes out of essential quality hot rod Charlie and Rock Your World. Okay. Do you not know an agenda be, guy? I'd be I go, think it's essential yeah. quality or like a 50 to one shot. You think it's going to be like a long, who, the bleep, long shot? who the bleep are you? I hear you. Yeah. Is this, is this the That's year that you just put $2 to win on anyone because who's 20 to one or better? Pretty, yes. Because, yeah. I feel like the race that essential quality had to run at Keeneland was a pretty tough race for him, even though it was just one other horse. Like he, he ran pretty well. And so if, if this horse bounces at all, and maybe it's just like a little bit, maybe it's just like a nose, you know, maybe it's like a Bodie Meister kind of a thing. Then, I mean, I feel like it's going to be somebody out of nowhere. I don't feel like it's going to be like a seven to two crap. Would that be highly motivated? Because I'll tell you what, highly motivated is getting a ton of love. It seems like lately about from a whole lot of people. And I, you know, I mean, it could be. He I, I typically he he should. I mean, now, right? We given what happened last year with Authentic, like Into Mischief is the reigning, you know, Kentucky Derby yep. winning sire, and he's in Into Mischief, so he should be getting better as he has more experience, as he, you know, gets longer distances. So, I mean, possibly. It's gonna be interesting. I to would see. really like no, he was, he was Sanders to win. Stellar when he. Uh, when he won it the six furlongs at Keeneland when we saw him at Breeders' Cup week. So I wouldn't be surprised if like if he, if they figure out he doesn't want to go that far, I see him being like a really, really talented miler. So you're a soup and sandwich guy there, Louie? Uh for lunch, yeah. Big oh yeah. What what is the well, go to? By the way, it was the only thing I could eat when I was down after the COVID vaccine. <laughs> grilled was chicken noodle soup with all the Oh, tomato no, soup. grilled cheese and tomato soup is Gross. the bomb. What? <laughs> oh my Mike doesn't gosh. like tomatoes. I He's anti-Italian. What? Damn. You're Italian. <laughs> tomato soup is not Italian. <laughs> I disagree. I didn't think tomato soup was Italian. I said tomatoes were Italian. <laughs> this guy. Uh, I'm not a grilled cheese guy either. So. I would be. Uh, That's a hot take. That is. That might be the hottest take in the history of the show. Not liking grilled cheese. What? I'm. I would be a. I would be a chicken Why? noodle. Well, I don't know. Well, I want to know. Why do you like grilled cheese? 
I'm not. A, I actually don't eat a ton. I don't eat a ton of cheese. I just don't eat a ton of cheese. So. Well, you don't like. Doesn't cheese. make grilled cheese sandwiches not good. Though. Who doesn't I don't like, like the texture of cheese? What? You I'm enjoy, not, but I've been around. Yeah, you enjoy it. soft cheeses and it's stuff and hard cheese. I will eat some mozzarella and some provolone every once in a while, but usually it's on pizza. I mean, that's when I, that's pretty much it. So. Grilled cheese is melted cheese. But you're not like bread. a feta and olives kind it's of. It's not cheddar. I'm not putting cheddar on it. Oh, oh my god! Feta and olives. It's literally grilled cheese and tomato soup. It's the same <laughs> thing. It is a deconstructed pizza. That I'd rather have. It yeah, that's what? that's the right taste. After that's actually the right take. Yeah, so I will. I'm a. I would be a chicken noodle soup <laughs> and bacon sandwich would be my. Soup oh, gross. Get out of here. Louis, what's your soup and sandwich? I'm a club sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, club I love sandwich. A club sandwich. And, yeah. And French French onion soup is my go-to. I knew he was gonna say French onion soup. By the way, a tomato based soup onion. that I do like is if you're ever at the fishery and get their vegetable soup oh. because it is Yeah, it's a tomato stock, yeah. It's, it's solid. Good. It is solid. It's yep. It's tomato yeah. based. Is that what you it just is said? tomato based? It is tomato based, yeah. You're a hypocrite. <laughs> Listen, just because I don't want to drink ketchup, all right? Oh, so. ew, ketchup no is wants to drink ketchup. Yeah, it's just ketchup is so bad for you. Don't give it to your children. There you go. All right. Anything? What about parenting <laughs> advice? <laughs> That's great. Don't give it to your yeah. goat. Yeah, your yeah. I'll tell you what happened today. What happened today no, okay, was Megan... regular ketchup. Other like ketchup without all that freaking sugar in it. You can is, get. Is anyone actually listening sugar to this? Sugar is the enemy. Uh, all right, so uh, Louis, tell me about what the happened oaks. today. Wait, what happened oh, today, Louis? No, I want to hear what Louis had to say. No, your horses were taking a nap, and the reason Which they're taking a nap I is I thought they were dead for a minute. Right? <laughs> no, it was the video. picture was pretty great on Twitter um, at Megan Divine TV. If you're listening on the podcot but uh, Megan, uh, horses were sleeping. Uncle Louis wasn't there with the carrots. Like they were like Thursday. Right. Where's this guy? Um, get these right. carrots out for me because when I show up, mm. they're like. Ooh, that's the guy with the drugs. I mean, carrots. Yeah. And they come running with our, I should make a drug joke with thoroughbreds. But um, the, uh, you know, they're like, uh -huh. give me that crack, you know. And uh, yeah, no, they love me. It's, it's real. Yeah, no, I, 100%. You know, I'm like the, I'm I mean, like the uncle that just gives candy to little kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. No, they they horses do sleep. Uh, laying down is what people don't seem to know. Yeah, they don't realize uh, not all the time. Yeah. But and sometimes they'll sleep like sitting up laying down kind of which is cute and then they have like heads down and then sometimes all four your of horses, horses be laid the f out like plus your pony sacrificed like static. lightning struck the field like i looked out my window oh. and was like oh we got problem <laughs> <laughs> they're fine they're all fine they were just sleeping in the sun gonna have to get some new geldings here we go i may have gotten oh. like more gray hair today but louis tell us about the oaks field it's pretty set. Um, there haven't been many defectors lately. I've already got my winner if she shows up in good order and she trains well, um, which I'm very excited about and will not share on the show today. Okay. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I got Nobody my winner for the Oaks already. The LA Times, anyways, just say it on here. Well, oh. it would it be ranked number one on your list? She's not number one on my list. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. I have changed my opinion since the last time I was published. There you go. So that could change again, Megan. That's all that means. I think that's no, fair, and I also think I if you if though. if you if you read it most the most recent thing, you would understand which horse I'm actually. I think it's they did. No, Nobody but I think it. it's not because I of you, think, Louis. Um, no, again, I think 8,200 people read it. So the um, the interesting <laughs> thing about the Oaks field humble brag is that yeah. is that, is that you're, like the Derby. No, but like the Derby, 
you're going to have a ton of pace scenarios. You're going to have a, but I do think the winner is going to come from someone who's going to. Be front. So I, but I think there are going to be four horses up front. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really terrific Oaks. Now I think we're going to find, you know, we're going to talk about the apple blossom this weekend. We got two super Phillies going, uh, Philly and Amer, excuse me. Um, and I, I think we're going to find out that this three-year-old group going forward is going to have a bunch of really nice. Moves. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and let's go out to Oakland. Oh, hold on. Can we talk about something we didn't even mention she on the show? The I don't show know over. how that happened. I did because this sure. is important. We didn't even yeah. touch on the fact that Malathat, Malathat, is that how we say it? Malathat. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was just a yes. That wasn't like a, you didn't tell me which pronunciation was correct. There was like oh, three there. Malathat. Yeah. Malathat. Yep. Okay. Uh, is the daughter of Dreaming of Julia, who was favored in the Kentucky Oaks and also trained by Chad Brown. So, I mean, and she, I don't, can't remember if it was her. I have to go back and watch it. If it was her or if it was Beholder. But one of them like flipped in the post parade. Remember that? Oh, right. Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. I can't remember which one it was. But well, uh, Malif- anyways. Malifat is uh, trained by Todd Pletcher. Yeah, that's a Pletcher training. That's what okay. But the, um, uh... That's what I'm saying. She's, you said Chad she, Brown. No, I I don't know. I meant I meant Pletcher. Okay. Her mom, Dreamy of Julia, was also trained by Chad. Ah! <laughs> Pletcher. Don Pletcher, <laughs> and favorite for the Oaks. So I mean, it's just like, especially with the female horses too. How many times Zenyatta is a great example, right? Like right. Rachel Alexander. Right. Like you don't often see these fillies pass on, you know, their fantastic genetics to get a horse to this totally. level. So this is that's fair, especially to fillies too, you know. All right, you're dragging it on me. Malathot's winning the Oaks. There you go. Good work. Good work out of you. That's yeah. She's winning the Oaks. Totally. I, I think she's awesome. Yeah, I got an unpopular take. I, no, I, but I wrote about it. I, I thought she was awesome in the Demoiselle, and I thought it was cool that she traveled to Keeneland, got it done in the Ashland. I think she's a cool horse. And on that short stretch, I think the longer stretch of Churchill is going to be awesome for her. I, I think she's I think she's terrific. And I think Fletcher yeah. is – he's having a renaissance year. And that's weird to say about a guy who is so accomplished as a total Hall of Famer but he is having an absolute renaissance. I agree the last couple of years, right? Yeah. 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 And so it's cool to watch him. It's cool to watch him have the bounce back. Cause we all know what he is. We know how terrific he is. So it's cool to see him have those horses again. It was cool to see her even on that short stretch win at, in the Ashland. And I, I, I'm really convinced that she's, and I think she's, she feels like, like a Sarah Giddy Evers type level horse to me like that. I think she's really terrific. High awesome. praise. Well, Louis does. All right, Mike, you can have the show back now. Thank you. Well, let's <laughs> let's do a little pick four action. We're gonna go out to Oakland, Oakland, Oak Lawn, and we uh, we're gonna Oak Lawn. Good uh, old Oakland, Arkansas. Oakland, Arkansas. Oak Lawn. Uh, I The first race in the pick four is the mile in an eighth Oak Lawn handicap. A great two million dollars on the line. Uh, big race, Louis. In Oakland, I guess you have to put at least two dollars on Ricardo Santana on the one horse. Who else uh, do you like here? Yeah, we'll talk about Silver State in a minute. I am okay. So this is a race I want people to notice that buyer figures can be a little misleading, and so all of the everyone is, associates them with speed. And so Express Train is actually the morning line favorite here, five to two. His fastest time on dirt is a full five seconds slower than the three Fearless at the same distance. This is where buyer figures are a little misleading. Express Train got a 103 in that race. Fearless got a 95 in the same race at the same distance. Different tracks, obviously. I understand all of that. Last time out, Fearless ran the mile in the same time he did when he ran that mile in an eighth, five seconds faster than Express Train. 
who was a turf horse before has been moved to the dirt since. Obviously, I think you have to include Fearless the three in this race. Owendale actually ran a really good mile in an eighth last time out at Fairgrounds. Ran a, actually ran really well in the Clark. I think that kind of got lost because Bodie Express won that race. He ran a good Clark, um, ran third in that race. Cox has two horses in this race. He has Giroux has Florent on Owendale. So I think you have to include Owendale in this race. I also do think that Silver State's an include because he, for no other reason than he's won four straight. Right? He seems to, every time they step him up, he seems to be really, really good. And so I'm three, six, and one in this race. I'm going to go against Express Train and try to beat Express Train in the race. And Megan's going to tell me why she loves Express Train. Well, I don't know that there's anybody else for me to like talk about because I think that was everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> so i'm not sure i can tell you you just listed like all the horses in this field i didn't can mention like silver prospector rated rated our superstar I, I think a lot of people are gonna bet rated, I think a lot of, <laughs> what oh, i think a lot of people are gonna like silver superstar? prospector but i think like people WWE. Are gonna bet silver. <laughs> it's a wrestling name no no that no. is edge do you agree with me or do you think do you think that express train is an including <laughs> i guess that would be do i think it's an include i put the horse second yeah because, wow, okay. I mean, the only horse I really liked out of the Sanity Handicap was Maxfield. That was it. Sure. Right. Of so course. the rest of that field, I thought, was subpar in terms of grade one level. You know, I don't think that right. that was a, a grade one, grade one. Um, and then the other horses in the even in the grade two San Pasquale, like his magician has turned out to be kind of one of those specialist type horses who needs like a mile and a yep. half and everything. And and so yep. I just don't really trust that form. I do still think that this horse is talented, obviously, has run, you know, second in a grade one twice and has certainly been tested. So I'm gonna include, but I think that the sixth horse, Owendale, is where I'm gonna go. I just okay. even though even though he's 0 for two this year and one for six last year. I think some of the races that he has been in um, yes. have been true grade one races. And I think he's had a lot of trouble. And he kind of, unfortunately, with this closing running style, he kind of leaves himself, you know, vulnerable to that. But, but I actually don't think that he needs to come from off the pace. He's actually sat just off of it before and stalked. He's shown some speed before. So he's a lot more versatile than people give him credit for. And I think that's where we're going to see him really shine is if he's, if he's fit enough to go. I mean, look at his last race in the New Orleans. Like he finished a really, really good yeah. second by a head and he nearly led for, for the entire race. So I, I think we right. see a different, a different form um, from Owendale, and I think he's the way to go. And at seven to two, that's just an absolute gift. So he's on top for me. And then the two I mentioned, Express Train, and then I included yep. Silver State, who, albeit he yep. lacks in his, um, you know, he finished second in the Lacombe, which is a grade three when he was a what two year old, three year old, three year old, right? Um, three year old on the and then Louisiana yeah. Derby actually hit the yeah yeah yeah, yeah he ran but fourth this horse is no. super consistent. If you're looking for that horse, that's like, what have you done for me lately? He's undefeated this he's year, a, and he's yeah. two for five last year, and he's undefeated at Oakland. So he checks a lot of those those boxes. Although this is a little bit of a litmus test for him, at least recently, to see if we can recover some of that form from before. But I think his numbers are pretty good. I just what I don't like about him is that I'm really not a rated R superstar fan, and the fact that he only beat him by a neck last beat time. I'm kind of like, mm. you know, so he I almost take him and, like, and bring him down. In Matt, my, he was uh, main event WrestleMania this year. He okay. lost, so he lost. That's cool. Hey, Megan, have you and yeah. I watched the same amount of pro wrestling, which is like 20 minutes? <clears throat> I think less than that for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like so. 12 minutes. Yeah, I just, it's not for me, man. 
I just and you know what that makes me very odd in my demographic given how I look and where I'm from and um (laughs) my age no I think 40 year old white guys from Michigan like pro wrestling was it man like it was snowing and they love it you did oh yeah well I mean we grew up in like Hulk Hogan we're so cold well yeah what I was I was gonna say like when we when we were young, young, it was like golden age stuff. Right. That's right. And it's so, like yeah, for sure. Cars. So that's yeah, not yeah. I'm just too young for that. Also, there you I'm go. Blame your age. Young for that. that. There you go. So Louis yeah. goes three six one. Megan goes six two. Uh, I like the one horse. Okay. So just gonna, a quick pick in race ten. Yeah. Um, Can I tell, say what I, the race is? Or you know, I'm just four, five, and six. No. The cool horse is actually running in this race. <laughs> I mean, I, what am did I you here? Just say? Can I just say what the race is so people can? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, the <laughs> one thing, the like, one thing that I do. Mike, is, Mike is like, should I just go? <laughs> should I leave? <laughs> should, I, should I just go? Like, see you guys later. I mean, <laughs> six furlongs uh, is race ten. It is a uh, optional claiming race, so it's a hundred eight thousand dollars purse. So you can you might be able to claim a horse here for forty thousand dollars if they're on the if they're there. Um, so, uh, Louis, go ahead and. Just this is a quick pick, Louis. So just tell us real quickly, I guess, who you who you like here. So we've talked about a horse named Pink Lloyd who runs that's not, that's at, not quick. Uh, who runs at Woodbine a lot. The equivalent of him in the southern part of the United States is Welder. He's the horse race. Uh, wins all the time at a place called Remington Park. You may have uh, he is shipping to Oakland Park for this race. He's the four horse. He's actually the morning line favorite. I have no idea how to feel about that. He is uh, also a gelding like uh, like Pink Lloyd. He is an eight year old gelding. I agree with Megan. I think you need to be looking at Seven Nation Army, the five, and engage the six. Megan has another yep. horse, which is awesome because then we could spread a little bit more. No, 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 no. I don't. Those are the only two. Oh, five and five. six. Oh, okay, good. Okay, okay. Five, seven six. Nation okay. and engage. Yeah. You like Seven Nation I would Army four, five, six here because if, if you lose to if you lose to Welder, who does win a lot, you'd feel kind of silly. But uh, four, five, six is all I have. I mean, you could make a case for Fire Crow, the Ron McQuad horse on the inside mm-hmm. because he gets the rail he's a speed horse so i think it's a really good draw for him and he's actually been really really competitive in a lot of spots but never really given the respect that i think he probably deserves um maybe he's just a step below those horses but his workouts have been like super fantastic and you know ron moquette certainly does well at this track so i think if you're looking for another horse if this is really going to be a big upset and that favorite isn't going to come through you include i think you include the one as well Okay, so but obviously Seven Nation Army is the, probably the better of the two from Ron McQuad horses. Meh. Okay, so we're gonna uh, move on to the eleventh race. So do you want to do a quick pick right here, uh, or do we want to talk about this race? <laughs> this is the Grade One Apple Blossom. It is a mile sixteenth. I'll do Phillies a quick pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I, I agree. It is a quick pick, but I would single this race. By the way, would you single this race, Megan? <clears throat> yeah, one hundred percent. Especially since, and I don't know. I wasn't there. I haven't heard, but I do know that I was looking on Twitter today and I don't often like comment on other people's things, especially when it's using um, like words that aren't good for horse racing. So, um, but there was a picture of, no, there was a picture of Swiss skydiver galloping, galloping, not breezing under Robbie Alvarado. That was taken by somebody in Arkansas, not Cody photography. Um, and it was, she was bleeding from her mouth. She, she had, there was a red spot, looked like somebody either put, edited it and put lipstick on her or she was bleeding. And so I don't know if she just bit her tongue or, you know, if she schooled in the gate and she knocked her face, 
or I don't know anything. I just know that I saw a picture and I went to go comment on it. Is she bleeding? Question mark. And before I could hit send, the picture was taken down. So oh. I don't love that um, for her, especially to take on a horse like Monomoy Girl. I know we respect Swiss Skydiver and all of that, but uh, I think Monomoy Girl is just the better horse. Can I ask a question, Megan? I, I mm -hmm. noticed in the forum that Swiss Skydiver is running without Lasix in this race. Mm -hmm. And she's the only one. Obviously, that's a choice, right? She won in yeah. California without Lasix last time out in the Beholder Mile, right? Um, which is worth noting. Is there... I'm trying to figure out, because before she went to California, she ran without Lasix all the time. Or she ran with mm -hmm. Lasix. Pardon me. Pardon me. Sorry. She ran with Lasix prior to going to California. Had to run without it in California. Is mm -hmm. there... A, talk to us a little bit about why Kenny McPeak would want to go with no LASIK. I'm not going to do that. I can't. Okay. I'm not a trainer. Right. Okay. I don't know about LASIK. I'm not a vet. Okay. The only thing I can say is that <clears throat> I think, you know, it's probably best if she can run without it to run without it. If that's okay. the way that it works, because it seems yeah. like on some of these bigger days where you have national television coverage, the public wants, doesn't even know what LASIK is, but we're going to race horses without LASIK anyways. So um, okay. probably best if you can run your horse off of it to do so, it would be my guess. I'm including Swiss Skydiver in my longer tickets, just so everyone knows. And I actually, um, I, I think there's a chance she wins. She very rarely, though, goes back. So, Monomoy Girl will win this race. All right. Yeah, 100%. 14 for 16 lifetime. Going to race against the boys. Like, what would it be soon. like one to nine on Monomoy Girl, you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. even money on the morning line. I just. Right. Yeah. No. Well, let's let's quick pick the twelve so we can finish out our pick pick four tickets here. Um, this is a six furlong sprint again, uh, a allowance race that has got a purse of thirty thousand dollars. Who do we like here? Actually, it seems low for <laughs> for Oklahoma. It, it's real. It's real. Oklahoma low, right? is super low. Even, but it is it is only it is a uh, I think the starter allowance is only like ten thousand dollars though, right? Like the condition. That's correct. Yep. So yep. I mean, it's still three times that. Okay, so what do we like? I'm one, four, and seven here. One is pick up the phone, Aspies and Ricardo. And then uh, four is rag a tag tag uh, with a trainer I've ever heard of who's hitting really well at Oakland. And then Edward um, Gonzalez. And then two to seven is Frills. And that is a Cipriano Couturus horse. So what, what were your numbers? One, four, seven. One, four, seven. Um, <clears throat> I, I think the one is certainly an include pick up the phone three to one Ricardo Santana, Steve Asmussen. We've seen this before. Seems to be doing yep. pretty well this year since they got this one off of uh, Robertino Diodoro. But I also think you need to include the Robertino Diodoro horse in here. Who's the eight sweet Tatum yep. with David Cohen yep. aboard actually favored last time. And I, I don't know what happened there. I, I think this horse should have performed a lot better. That was just an absolute clunker. <laughs> From this one and we've seen this horse win at this level before including the, the last race out i don't think it's a case that this horse needs an off track although the last one was over a muddy track but sure. I, I think we see her come back here and give a much better performance than uh than that last race so i, I wouldn't be surprised and, to see and especially at six to one i mean that's a good value for you and those two are hitting at 23 percent. yeah for sure uh, Lou, you want to talk about your ticket at the end here, or do you want to say like how much your ticket was? And sure, I, I came up with a twenty-seven dollar ticket there, so um, I was one, three, and six. 
and then four, five, six. And then I have the two horses in the middle here, two, six. If you just go with Monomoy Girl, you can get this down to 13 bucks or add in another race. I was one, four, and seven in the last. If you had Megan's eight in the last there, uh, we'd be looking at $36, but uh, my ticket one, four, seven in the last would be $25. Well, and go. keep in mind, you know, this is, this could potentially be a very, 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 very low paying pick four. So I right. Don't, right. unless there's a big upset with Monomoy Girl, you don't, want to spend a lot of money with this this is the kind of sequence where i mean i i think you you encourage people to play like some doubles if you can not including the the race with the heavy favorite try to play you know a straight win bet if you want to an exact if that's your thing whatever like i think you try to make money maybe or, even outside of that pick four. yeah or you play the late pick three for example you go five six and then you single model more girl and you go all in the last and really hope for a bump or something like that um yeah if you if you wanted I just, to try I don't to do think that but I don't even think though, unless you got like a twenty to one bomb, I don't think that I'm that value you. would be there for that. But so. there are eleven horses in the last race. Also, I, also I with cheap you. tickets, it's something to mention too. If your ticket is going to be thirteen dollars for fifty cents, play it for two bucks. You know, just up your minimum ranger, yep. and then yep. you'll be better off with that low low payout. So I like that's how I would do it. I'd play a two dollar pick four if you're going to do it at all. All right, let's move on to uh, Keeneland. It is race nine at Keeneland, which is the grade two Elkhorn Stakes. $200,000 race for a four-year-old and up. It's a mile and a half on the turf, a Louis Rebeau special. And uh, <laughs> so I'm going to let you know Megan tell us who she likes here. Oh, thank you. Megan, do you like my lapel flower today? Say no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Say no. Say no. Um, she told me to dress up, but I've been dressing up. What's up? Dude, I'm in a golf shirt. What are you talking up? about? I'm in a t-shirt. It says university. You Olympic. didn't tell me to dress up? Oh. <gasps> I almost, like I a while worn. ago. <laughs> like a and while then I got, ago. And then I got tired of it. So No, you know what it is? Is that I haven't... Um, I'm just lazy. No, it's, I haven't had to like be on air you know, in a while. Or like leave the house <laughs> with a face on and like be on air in a while. So I've just gotten used to not doing it. <laughs> Next week, Megan does a show with no makeup on and a hat on. So just you know. no. By the way, I Megan, mean, I will put a feel- hat on. But I mean, I'm really repping the University of Louisville now because the first hat that was right here is also Velcro. There it is. <laughs> Equine. Hey, there you also, go. Also, like really big for my head, yeah, and is. I don't have that small of a head, so I look good in hats. Yeah. But that's not the one. <laughs> um, what were we saying? What are we talking about? Um, oh my god! Stakes, the great two, two hundred thousand dollars, four years old, up and a uh, mile and a half. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm, I'm cross border and say the word are probably the two horses for me, the one and the two. Um, yeah. Second, start off the layoff for cross border, who performed actually pretty well. It was one of the better performances I thought with the. Um, and the stakes race, the listed stakes race at fairgrounds on the turf, albeit at shorter distances, right, than the mile and a half distance. But um, this, the horse in the Pegasus World Cup Invitational, the turf race, finished a really good third behind Colonel Liam, who's an excellent horse for Todd Pletcher. So I think, you know, second start in a while, this horse's favorite last time was just a little bit slow. I think probably needed the race. Um, I'm looking for this one to come back in a really, really big way. And, and we've also seen this horse be in some, some very good spots. Like the Manhattan was a, a turf race. That was a mile and a quarter, a grade one event at Belmont and finished fifth, but 
beaten by just one length. So there's a lot of form to this horse that I think we haven't seen in a little while. Um, and I'm hoping that kind of getting back to these specialist distances is, is what this horse wants to do. And then the two, say the word, has it the opposite running style. So that one's a, a front runner. This one's a closer. Is going to step up in class just a little bit, but has performed at this level before. Luis Saez and Phil D'Amato don't often team up together. In fact, I don't have any stats for them, at least recently, but or, oh, for one, I guess. Um, but it, this feels like the type of horse coming from a variety of different tracks, Saratoga, Woodbine, you know, was out West, went down to Goldstream Park, like seems to really take his race anywhere. And I think he might be able to set things up here with some of the numbers that he's run recently. Louie and I are so going to go those two on top me. Louie and I are going to go halvesies on Epic Bromance. Just for are you? That makes yeah. a lot of sense. The other two horses I'll mention, because I know Louie's going to, and I'm going to try to steal that from him, is the five Monarchs Glen. The other Mark, uh, Mike Maker horse, and then the 10, obviously, who is Red Knight, um, trained by uh, Belmont, who obviously has quite a bit of form in here, too. But I'm, I'm just going to try to beat this one a little bit. Megan did not mention the horse that I think is up top here, which ah, is the... I try to spoil it for you. <laughs> the sixth height of the sea, and I really am not thrilled about the other other maker Burles. horse <laughs> the other 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 lifetime two for two lifetime at the distance and uh has one at keeneland actually at this distance obviously not at this level it's not mince words here i'm not, yeah, never say that but uh i, I think the horse mm -hmm. just good form the last couple of years they don't race this horse a ton this is a five-year-old intact horse uh so give me gerardo corrales mr turfway park himself to go ahead and win the elkhorn at keeneland well, honestly, this horse's past two races at the grade two and grade three level without Lasix have probably been some of the best performances of the entire field. So that's not a horrible take without Lasix because this entire field is running without Lasix. Does she just pay yeah, you a run without Lasix? No, 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 no. She, she went right, right past me and, okay. and complimented the horse without Lasix. No, it was, it was, it was, good, it was a good maneuver. No, she okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> really oh, good that's, at that. That's, that's uh, Santa Anita, race eight. <laughs> It's a mile and an eighth, and uh, it is the grade two Californian. It was when I started out loud, kind of trying to do the grade the, two the Californians. With, they take the 105 to the 10. Grade what two. Grade it is a grade two? Is it a Wait, grade you two? totally skipped the misdirection, but that's fine. What's that? Yeah. You, you skipped the misdirection, but that's fine. I, see, I did well, not put that on, on the one on my show sheet. I mean, oh, okay, well, I'll tell you. Um, then it's the uh, the two superstition for Richard Mandela and Flavian Pratt, or the five legs galore for Phil D'Amato and Ricardo Gonzalez. But it's probably gonna be pretty chalky, so you can just skip that one. Uh, but that's also a list of six, and so, so anyways, it was a list. Of, Cowboys, I mean, right? we do those on the show, so we do. Um, every once so, Louie, that's I, yeah, so pretty much agreeing with you. Can you see that? Race right. eight. Not grade two. Not a grade two. It's not a grade two. <laughs> it's so bad. I, no, what's funny is like, I actually like the field in the misdirection. That's what's funny is like, it's, it's a Calbred. It's 75K. And I actually like the field because like, like Benny Duke is in this field for six to one. I don't love Benny right. Duke in the race. I don't think he's going to win, but like, yeah, it's a nice horse, true. right? I mean, like, yeah, right. That horse but is I think, so I, tiny. That horse is like I bow would, sized. I would, I would, uh, I would single superstition in, in race five. Uh, and in yeah. the misdirection. That's, that's my sure. take. So the All right, so Independence Hall is trying to find any kind of win he can get. So let me figure out, is that what's going on in this race? I mean, Independence Hall is just trying to figure out where he can win. I mean, pretty much. He's trying to follow up that Nashua win by 12 <laughs> lengths that he had, which came out of nowhere for him. Um, 
so I, I mean, I think that horse is probably gonna gonna win, but I like hate myself a little bit for saying it. The other two, I thought were um, Royal Ship, the Brazilian bred horse mm. for Richard Mandela, who I don't okay. I don't love that form coming in. I've never been a fan of those horses. I'm not saying you know whatever, but the, but the Brazil form just does nothing for me. Group one, great, have at it. Like I just can't. I agree. No, it's not like Argentine I, form I, or. I, do not look yeah. at it. Like, I just I, don't. I, this is my own personal thing. Because um, we see a lot of those horses. For some reason, there's like a really big influx of those, of Brazilian horses to California, like all the time. So awesome. I just got used to it. But there's like one good one. But um, at least recently. So the fact that this horse raced with that Lasix last time and does not race with Lasix here, I think is important. Also, getting the, you know, drop in class from the grade one level is certainly going to help things. And this really wasn't a bad finish, you know, finished fifth beaten by a length. And that was the first race this year. So I think second off the layoff for this horse is probably going to be a really, really important factor. You got Mike Smith aboard um, two races back. This horse was on the dirt. Other than that, it's been strictly pretty much turf, which is, yeah. you know, interesting. That's my but we saw, about it. Yeah. but but Mandela did that with Omaha Beach too. So like, meh, you know, fourteen <laughs> percent. He hits. No, he does. Yeah, That's right. I I don't yep. I don't hate I the surface switch, and the workouts have been really good on the dirt, yep. which obviously they have to be in California. But um, but yeah, I think Royal. I don't know what the odds are because I didn't. That's Louis' job. But um, Royal Ship but is four to one horse. Okay. And then uh, he's the 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 fourth longest odds in the field. Okay, I think he's your wise guy horse in here. Um, So, and (laughs) then the five, obviously, is kind of a must include because insurance. And then uh, Magic on Tap, obviously, is the other one. But he's got to show us that he can step up here from the allowance level to the states. I think this is an Independence Hall single here. And um, this is the start of the Golden Hour Daily Double. So if anyone, or the the Golden Hour Pick 4, excuse me. So if anyone's playing that that, uh, Santa Anita last two races... Golden Gate last races. It's the only thing that has built my bankroll this year. God bless you people um, out in California building my bankroll. Uh, I it's a single it's, uh, it's I see. I don't know. Because... This field being so short, though, it feels. I don't know that it's as simple as that. Like even like I think it is because he's got though, too. Who else is going to go with him? Who it's magic on tap, right? Is the with Independence Hall? It's magic on tap. It is going to be the one who goes. Right. Yeah, but we got a mile. I mean, literally, it's not that big of a field. It's not like there's going to be. What I'm saying a is, huge I, I think he gets out front. A huge closer. Uh, yeah, I think I think Independence Hall goes to the front seat. I think it's. Mm. He hasn't even led in a lot of his races. He's he's no. He has just as much early no. speed as the horse on the inside growth engine, who actually he's been in the exact he's same spots. Three much. straight. Grade ones against legit horses. I understand that, but just because he's coming out of a tougher class doesn't mean that he's going to be show speed that he's never had before. Doesn't change your running style just because you've been running against tougher horses. I think his early speed is as 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 good as anyone here, and I think he's a better finisher than that. I I think I think think country head to head bet on who goes to the front. I think we see country grammar be sent out there to the front. All right, so tell me what you base. I'll, I'll take the bet. What's the bet? What's the bet? I mean, what's the bet? I mean, what are we doing? This country grammar is going to be in last place at the first. What? That's how he runs. 
he is a 73 early speed and he's a 107 late. Look at that, his second race, went. his first race on the main track at Aqueduct. We went a mile and an eighth. He was right there. Against Maiden That's, Special Weight Company. That was the only time. As a two-year-old in November. He was, he was trained by Chad Brown, who saves ground, saves ground, saves ground. When's the last time you've seen a huge speed horse for Chad Brown go to the front? He saves ground on the dirt. He saves ground on the turf. He saves ground everywhere. This is a Bob Baffert horse now. He's a trained by Bob Baffert. A two-year-old field in Aqueduct. That's what we're doing for this race. Two and a half years. A year and a half later, what are we doing? I think he puts later? a belt studio on and he goes right to the front. I will I gladly take this bet. What's the bet? Yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm never going to see you working. again. What's the bet here? <laughs> I know. I'm just like hold up in my house. Or you totally are. I have to go to your house and get eggs and shit. Like, oh, works. Now we're explicit. Is that the first Louis? Is that the first Louis? It wasn't me. Oh, what a shit show! But uh, I am. Um, oh, I just just double yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you may as well. I think it's independence all of its own. I don't. Know. We'll let the viewers, the listeners. Um, yeah, if suggest, someone has a bet for us, come up with it. Yeah, suggest be bets that are appropriate. Uh, I'll make one sure them. thing. Bet I'm on so this afraid race. of the public. They're so creepy. People are weird. Sorry, people. Yeah, I'm not showing you my feet, people. Go ahead. My sure thing <laughs> bet on this race is I will not watch it. So yeah, there you go. That's too What's late. Funny for you. Is the You're Sunday card. Game. The Sunday card at Santa Anita is really good. The Saturday is very not. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be a, headline be... Tokyo City handicap. There's three stakes on Sunday, right? Santa Anita. But isn't that the headline race? Yeah, I just got the PPs like, which is like a mile and a half. Yeah, buddy. It's a how many race. horses are in that race? Yeah. But how many horses are? That's what I. That's what kills me about these, though. Like, these should be races where, but not even anywhere, I guess. But like, that's where you want to see like a true, awesome handicap field of full of great horses. But we just don't have that anymore. You know, there are so five horses with, in. You the, end there up with five horses, horses in Tokyo City. Yeah, multiplier. I mean, it's just, it's like, Renamo, magician, uh, lure him in, and Zest. Yeah, they're so yeah. They're just disappointing. All right, I'm so sure next they were week. great at one point with the population, but not now. Mike, Mike is totally unimpressed. Next week. <laughs> you all said nothing. Dakota Gold is kind of... Cezanne's running on Sunday. That's the thing. Okay. Next well, that's week, good. $3.65 million. We're, we won't have a ton to talk about next week, I guess, because a lot of horses will be on pause and getting ready for the for the big weekend Churchill dance. Have a guess then on. the Thursday after that, we will not be on this time because we'll be right. live from Church of Downs on Friday and Saturday. So make sure that you're tuning us in. You can listen. Gosh, on, I don't even have on... an outfit yet. Okay, Aren't you wearing I'll probably just wear the same thing I wore <laughs> yeah, last I'm gonna year. Yeah, I'm going to wear this t-shirt. <laughs> just wear the same thing you wore last year. No, it's bad luck. I don't want to get pulled over again. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> 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 oh, man. It. Um, so uh, you will be on ESPN 680. You can listen to us on iHeart if you're listening. Uh, you stream us to stream ESPN 680 on iHeart if you're listening. Uh, other parts if anyone's of the world. listening that really wants to listen to the show and really succinctly, ESPN Louisville has a really great app, yes, that streams really, really well. It's totally free, it's something that you could just grab for, for Derby weekend. And we're on that, we're going to be on it's, it's really easy to use, just literally click to listen live, and we're up. Um, gives you all the phone numbers and everything if you want to be able to text it and all that. So, uh, it, if if you're an app person, it's a really terrific app. But yes, iHeart is the other app if you already have that one. Just ESPN sure. Mobile or ESPN 680. There's no other ESPN 680 in the country. All right, guys. Uh, anything else? Or are we going to pay the tab and get out of here? I guess we're just going to pay the tab. 
Let's do it. Let's pay the tab. Get out here. Enjoy some more early times. <laughs> and here's here's Bagan's piano solo. Oh, I thought it wasn't going to be it. This is my least favorite part of the show. Aha. All right. We will right, see bye. you next time on the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Bye.